guys, this is Litzy and Angie with the Collective Shades podcast on Family FM recording in the Canal Street Radio. <laughs> We're here with Kiana as our first guest or second guest actually yes. now. Third episode second guest. <laughs> this has been the longest time coming. Yeah. We've been going back and forth forever. On DMs. Ooh, literally yeah. for months. <laughs> like <laughs> So Kiana, we've never officially met you and you've never officially met us. We just kind of <laughs> just followed each other on Instagram, social media, and we follow your blog and your company. Um so tell us a little bit about um what you what you do. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, me and my co- other co-founder, Brittany, uh, we started an, a diversity network called Incorporated. Um, and we are a women-led diversity inclusion network that operates under three main pillars. The first is youth engagement. Um, so we basically like connect brands with community organizations, help bring students in and like, teach them about different careers and like creative fields. We really focus on sneakers, fashion, music, and technology. Um, just, you know, like really emphasize the students like the, the diversity of opportunities that are available to them try and get them like more engaged with education um, we also love doing stuff that helps build the women the community of women who are currently like working in these industries so there's a lot of really dope women out there and like yeah. a lot of times it's like oh you'll see them on social media or like you'll like hear about something someone's doing like oh man if i could only get to her like yeah. i would love to work with her so we love bringing people together for that um and just like talking about stuff that's going on in, in the industry whether it's like, I don't know, something with like some like weird new campaign that's out or just like how it feels to be like at a certain point in your career, like what you can do to move forward and like how you can help others. Um, and then the third part is actually getting guys involved in these conversations because a lot of times people think that because we are an organization that focuses on the inclusion of women that we don't, like that guys can't come to our events and we're always yeah. like, no, like yeah. you can come through. Like yeah. it's actually really important that you do so that like, Cause like as women, we know what the issues are. Like right. we know what needs to be done, but we want to get guys involved in the conversation too. Cause that's really how you like perpetuate change. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah, I think it, like you said, we've we've had a few events, and um, it's definitely important for guys to come to it because they can listen to our perspective and our you know what the issues really are and see how they can be more involved uh, to the conversation too. Yeah, and even like just contribute their ideas because there may be things that you know they see on the outside that we possibly may not have even thought of. Yeah. It's like another thing to actually like think about. Exactly. And I love hearing about like, I don't know, just like how they see the issues. Cause like, again, for us, it's like, there's so many things that we know is to like deal with. Right. And then like for them, they're like, oh, I never even thought about that. Like, so it's like, okay, like this is something that we can like bring more awareness to. Yeah. And I also think it's also like really important about like going about that in a, in a strategic way. Cause you don't want to like, beat them over the head like you guys are terrible like yeah yeah like <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, was gonna say, I wouldn't be like all men are trash I mean I like, like okay, but like <laughs> different story different story um save it for another day <laughs> <laughs> yeah but just like you know like making it a conversation it's like it's okay if you don't know stuff like this is a space mm-hmm. for you to ask questions like just learn right yeah yeah, so um, tell us more about Incorporated. And um, I know if you already had like a street to fee um, event before. Yeah. Because this, this was your second event or? Yeah, this yeah. is we're like kind of in the middle of their second year. Okay. So the first year is funny because we actually came up with the concept of straight to feet before we figured out what Incorporated was even going to be. Like before we had the name, we were like, OK, we want to do something that 
kind of brings that highlights the women who are doing really dope shit in the sneaker industry. Can I curse? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> 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 no, doing like really dope shit in the sneaker industry. Um, just because it was like, so it, I'm trying to think of like, okay. So there's a point where like I was working at Kith and Brittany, like my other co-founder, was working at Complex, and we both kind of just were looking for like noticed a couple things about like how the industry is really missing the mark and like catering to women who really like sneaker culture Mm -hmm. or just like you know like weren't trying to go for like the pink and glam or like whatever. Um, This is like 2016 because I think that there have been like a lot of strides recently, um, but at this time was still still pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So we were just like, how can we like create some type of impact where women who are in these spaces again like get more shine and also like both of us we grew up um, out on Long Island so like not in the city um, and we're like our parents really pushed education mm-hmm. and not necessarily creative fields mm-hmm. so we didn't really think about like oh you could work in sneakers like we love sneakers for a long time but it wasn't like that was a career option so it's like how do we also like introduce students to that and especially like you know like so many trends come from like low-income neighborhoods or like come from mm-hmm. the youth and it's never credited to them they're never the ones who are making money off of it and mm-hmm. nor do they realize that it's like it's kind of crazy because they're driving the trends and then also like purchasing them so it's like yo you're purchasing your own influence you don't yeah. even realize it yeah that's crazy when you think about it like yeah. that i've never actually never thought it that way or to hear you say it out loud that's that's so true yeah it's and like really crazy that not many people probably even think about it's like it goes into the whole thing even like when people start talking about like cultural appropriation like that's mm-hmm. like the culture that we grow up in and you know like sneakers and we talked about this before yeah and just to see it now the way it's become and how people have kind of like flipped it and, and essentially like you're saying like you're buying for what you know you've influenced in a sense yeah mm-hmm. so we can just kind of so like combining like the, those two impacts that we wanted to have on like the current industry and also like the future of it we came up with the concept of like doing a student workshop and then also having a panel um, event afterwards on the same day. So we did that and it went really well. And then like we, from that we kind of like just thought about like other ways that we can influence like the sneaker industry is like create more spaces for women and just like, I don't know, like bring together like more people that we know, like our network and expand that, like help other people expand their networks. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've done a couple of events since the first straight defeat between like then and now and then November 17th, I think now is like two weeks ago, um, we hosted our second student workshop. And this year we actually made that its own day because we got backing from the Adidas Brooklyn Studio Creator Farm. That's amazing. Yeah, they were really awesome to work with. That was like a dream come true. Yeah. Like honestly, like when we first thought about it, like super new to like the whole like aspect of like doing something creative, we were like, yeah, we're going to get Adidas or Nike to, like, sponsor this. And then, like, the first year, you know, it didn't happen like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then we were like, okay, maybe, like, a couple years out. And then, like, they ended up reaching out to us a few months after the, the initial event. And we were mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, this is insane. Wow. Yeah. So How it was, did like, that feel? Like, they reached out to you and, like, after your event, like, what was that feeling like? It was just like, yo, people saw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually, this this year i saw it everywhere yeah like so many people that i know attended really yeah Yeah, it was all over instagram wow that's awesome to hear like and it's the thing it's like you never know like i love seeing when like my friends like know each other and like i don't know they know each other like it's just like oh man like yo you know this person like yo you should meet this person they're doing some like really dope stuff it's like yo that's one of my homegirls like yeah (laughs) yeah 
I know we, we saw Maria was there. Maria's a big. Yeah, yeah I was actually just there. I was like, right? yeah. yeah. And it's funny because someone else recently was like, yo, there's this girl who writes for a hype day. She's so good. I was like, oh, what's her name? She's like, Maria Moore. I was like, yeah, that's the so homie. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley um, went too. Oh, she, oh, yeah, she was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was yeah. Part of the um, hosting or. Yeah, she was yeah. one of the mentors for the student okay. groups. Yeah, love her. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing too. Oh, that was so good. I know you guys had some major, like, people also, like, judging and, like, seeing all these young girls do all these all these things. Like, Miss yeah. Info, I think. Yeah. That, right? yeah. Again, like, I, I'm, like, it saying, yeah, like, just because I'm, like, I'm so <laughs> shocked that this happened. Yeah. Because, like, I was there, like, it was, like, it's weird because I was, like, it's my event, but I'm also here, like, holy shit, this is really yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, like, how it went down. Like, how did they, how did the girls or, like, the people attending, how did they do, like, create their sneakers what did they have to do they had to pitch someone okay yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so we had like 30 students from around like long island harlem brooklyn um from, like girls inc this uh group called twills mm -hmm. and a couple different like orgs out in long island um so we randomly mixed them up into groups of like anywhere between three to i think six students um and had them come up with a revamped design for a Stan Smith sneaker based on the theme of environmental sustainability with also tying in elements of social sustainability. So they had to come up with like a physical design and also like be able to answer a set of um, questions about marketing strategy about like how they would sell the shoe, what the price point would be, where they sourced the materials, how it impacted the community that they were selling in. Um, and it also had to take questions from the judges, which was really crazy because like I the the judges all asked some like really tough questions. Really? Yeah. To the point where like a lot of the women who were there volunteering, we were all like, everyone was like, "Ooh, that was a hard question." <laughs> <laughs> and then, but they answered it though, and I was like, just for you, for these students who might not have had any kind of exposure to like the professional world of sneakers, mm -hmm. to be able to like learn that day and like be able to come back with like any kind of answer, I was yeah. like, I am so impressed. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I yeah. know. That's oh, it's always so impressive when you hear like young people just spit out these answers like on something that I know I never thought about when yeah. I was that age. Even like when we did that event last uh, December and um, we did like a vision board last December at the school in Brooklyn and just some of the, the things and like the career fields that these girls said that they were interested in. I'm like, I didn't even know this was a thing when I was their age. Yeah. And so exactly. it's really crazy to see how things kind of come full circle and how the people like you know they're like at this point in their age the things that they know and that they're interested in yeah I definitely it made me realize like I definitely do underestimate high school students Absolutely. especially and I was like wow like this is bringing a lot to perspective for me like yeah, yeah. I know because all I was doing in high school was literally like cutting school <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with friends and like being a bad student <laughs> I do think that's like I know social media gets like a negative kind of like flack but I do think that's also like a positive, I guess, for this generation as well. Just yeah. there's, you have all this information at your fingertips, so they are able to see all of these different like career paths and fashion, just different things that they're interested in as well. So it's like, we always say it's like a good and a bad thing. Yeah, I'm definitely here for like the more exposure aspect of it. Again, like there's definitely yeah. some negatives. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I'm like, so it's. Um, but growing up in the suburbs, again, like, it was kind of, until I was, like, 17, I couldn't come into the city by myself, or, like, regularly. Same. So, it was hard to, like, get exposure to, like, a lot of different, like, arts or, like, music things going on. And, like, so I, I'm, like, really, I think it's super dope that students now can, like, 
have the exposure to that without physically being there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I always say I was like a late bloomer. <laughs> I was too. I was definitely a late bloomer. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I can't even <laughs> like <laughs> like you were saying like you were like cutting school, and yeah. I'm like I was like head down in books until yeah. like college oh really yeah it's so funny i mean i mean i had a I lot of friends a mix you were a mix, you're a mix of both <laughs> i hated school i was just like not good at it not good. i wasn't either <laughs> but and my I'm sister was like so smart like she's like head in the books always like she's such a good student and i was just like not my mom was like what are you doing? It's like, always like, are you only child? No, I have an older brother. Okay, are you guys different? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he was, like, really good at home. And, like, I was the one who was, like, always getting in trouble at home. And then, like, it was reversed for school. Yeah. And, like, my parents, I'm sure my parents were confused. And, like, because he was, was six years older, too. they're probably like, okay, but, like, we know what to expect now. And I came in and I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> you flipped it on us. supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny you said that. Yeah, that's very true. My sister was so bad at home, but so good in school. <laughs> and I was so good at home, but so bad in school. It's so weird. I think, because I'm the oldest, and then I have two younger brothers, so I think me and then my younger brother, I think we're the same. And then Sonny, he's uh, my middle brother. He was, like, like the golden child. Like, he was, he was like, in, you know, in school, sports. Like, that was, like, his thing. And I guess me and Jade were, like, the delinquents. <laughs> 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 so um i also um just seeing from your social media and stuff you worked with brooklyn circus too like you recently like modeled in their campaigns and yeah also part of envision fest and you modeled for them too right yeah yeah um so it's actually funny like i ended up getting connected with them through incorporated because we we were working with um the team over at undo ordinary um, to put on a watch party for Insecure. And shout out to Nicole. She, um, she's a community manager over at Undo, and she had worked for Brooklyn Circus. She's like, oh, like, yeah, I got a venue. Like, we probably use this store. So I go over to the store, and like, I meet the owner. He's like, I really like your outfit. He's like, I kind of want you to just, like, shoot for us. And I was like, okay, can I use the <laughs> store for a watch party? <laughs> so yeah, I love working with them. Like, yeah. I think that they're one of those brands that like really puts a lot of effort into like what the messaging is behind their collection, mm-hmm. which I think is super dope. Um, they're always doing stuff to engage the community. Like I was just there, I think Thursday night, they, they had like a music event. Um, this like artists came in, like performed. It was super dope, oh, like so cool. great vibe in the room. It's always like super fun. Um, and yeah, I think you guys were at Envision Fest, right? So yeah. you saw the jumpsuits? Yes, yeah. yeah, like the messages in the back, like really heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like they're they're fun. I love yeah. doing stuff with them. I know Ouija's yeah. so nice too. Yeah, I love Ouija. I mean, I met him like a while back at like I used to do the Liberty Fair show, so I know Nicole too. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. See, again, <laughs> full circle. It's a small industry. I know it is a small industry. But yeah, when I saw you, um, I think you were also on one of Nicole's pictures on uh, maybe on her stories or something, and I'm like, oh shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. And then I saw you at Envision Fest when pictures because we didn't get to connect there yeah i know but, I, I was yeah. actually like looking through our messages and i was like oh my gosh i forgot they were also at envision fest yeah, yeah. no that, that event was amazing i know yeah and it was so big like i didn't expect it to be that it was big. an amazing turnout though just to see all those little girls oh my gosh so like i didn't realize that it was like mainly for like you know like younger girls until i got there and i was like oh my gosh there's so many little girls yeah. here yes. i love it there's yes. like i think they had like a bunch of students from girls inc mm-hmm. yeah 
and they were like so excited and so into everything. I was like, this is yeah. so cool. It was just so yeah to see like their faces just like wanting to be a part of everything and so excited to be a part of everything. And it's like not something that you come across, you know, a lot. Yeah. Like when's the last time there was like a women's festival? For all women of all ages, all colors, all backgrounds, you know. Like I can't even think of anything like that when I was growing up. Yeah, definitely not. I was like gonna say, was and I think like a lot of times like these events are like cool. But I'm like low key, I'm like, I don't need to go like to another event. Right. Like yeah. I can like take a break from this and like I feel like a student would like really benefit from this. Yeah. But the hard part is like getting the logistics of like getting them there, then like right. yeah. watching them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they're like not getting hurt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I also saw that you did um, the bruise, the bruisey, boozy brag. Oh yeah! I thought that was a really dope idea because I, I was like reading the caption and everything. I was like, it's very true that more often than not, a lot of people don't ever get to talk about their accomplishments. Yeah, um, I thought I was like really happy with the way that that event turned out. So we did basically like a cocktail hour where. Um, we had women like write down their accomplishments on the card and it well actually women and guys because this event was like 50 50 mm-hmm. which is again like that was really dope mm-hmm. um so you wrote down like the things you were like most proud of like you really just like bragged about yourself on the card and then like you went to someone who you didn't know in the room and introduced yourself by bragging about yourself so it was like hi i'm i'm kiana i'm the founder i'm the like one of the founders of incorporated i've done this and this and this um I th- i'm really proud of this and a lot of people were just saying they were like yo i don't really like think about things that i've accomplished like, i'm always thinking about like where i want to be or like things that i want to do yeah but i never think about like oh wow like i've had a great year and like a lot of people were saying that they're like i've done a lot of shit and i'm like yeah and it's crazy because like a lot of times like we'll be so much more apt to brag about our friends mm-hmm. than we are yeah. to talk about our own accomplishments yeah absolutely and like i get it because it's like a weird Kind of, I think it's kind of like an impact like social media where it's like you don't want to come off as like an asshole or like it's like oh like you're not yeah. trying to like overly like big up yourself right. but it's also like yo it's cool to be excited about something that you're doing it's, it's okay like no yeah. one's gonna judge you for that exactly yeah how did you come up with that idea like even just thinking that you wanted to do something like that yeah I just so we always try to do stuff that's like you know like outside of the norm of like just going to an event and like getting drinks just so it's like trying to find a balance between something that is engaging <laughs> something that's engaging um and it also something that you like get get something out of so like you know not not always like too hardcore like we have to talk about like this but just like getting people out of their comfort zone the alcohol helps with that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loosens people up yeah, yeah. and sure. i had a look up a couple people were like you know if it wasn't for this drink i don't know if i'd be able to do this yeah. <laughs> so i was like we're gonna work on that. <laughs> um, yeah, and just like talking to people about the idea and kind of refining it from there. Um, yeah, it's just like that's really how a lot of our stuff comes to fruition too. It's just like talking to people and like finding out how people like feel about this. Like, what do you want? It's like, and then going to different events um, and just observing like what I like and like what I don't like and just seeing like what they did well and how I can replicate that. Yeah, I think that's also a good concept. Just considering like you're you're not forcing people but people are now able to network so like let's say you came and you bragged to me I'm like oh okay well now I, I can know in my head these are the things that you know she's done maybe she'd be interested in this later on down the line so I think that's like also like a really good thing you know as well yeah and that was definitely a byproduct of it like a lot of people were like oh my gosh I I like heard this person saying this like I wasn't even talking to her but then I turned around and was like oh my god like I know someone who you should talk to 
I was like, oh, amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. I'm, I was happy that people liked the event um, and like felt like they really got something out of it. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. So, what else? Um, what's like the next plan for Incorporated? So. Uh, we actually have the second part of Straight Defeat coming up next Saturday on the 8th. Um, it's going to be at Brooklyn Commons out in Bushwick. So this one is targeted more, you know, towards like an older audience, like 18 and up. Um, although like kids are invited to it's like, I guess like, I, w- I don't know if I can say like family friendly, but like, yeah, everyone's like welcome. Um, and it's continuing on the theme of environmental and social sustainability. So we're gonna bring in a bunch of different speakers to do three different sessions about environmental sustainability. We're having a like conversation on creating authentically and with purpose. Um, and then like a Q&A session with a bunch of different women in marketing um, talk nice. about how digital trends have impacted mar- marketing both digital and physical. Okay. Um, and we're also going to have a bunch of like exhibitors there showing sustainable products, like different art projects related to sustainability and sneakers. Um, and again, yeah, like both environmentally and sustainable and socially. That's so amazing! Yeah. Wow. How do you like? How do you have time to put all this together? <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I had. A, I don't know. It's just like no. Okay, honestly, I was gonna be like, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. But because that sounds huge. Yeah. It has been really big, but I think there are two main factors in it that really help everything. Well, actually three. So the first is that nothing with Incorporated ever really feels like work because I love it so much. Yeah. And I think that that's true for me and Brittany. Um, the second is that Brittany and I are like incredible partners with everything. Like we think the same, like have really similar ideas, but our strengths are different and complement each other so well. Like it's really funny because like, we'll be texting about something and I kid you not, this happens at least like once a day where we'll be talking about something and like have to like switch topics like to another like aspect of like the event and then both say the same idea at the same time. <laughs> It'll be like, I don't, I'm like trying to think of something to say like that won't like reveal too much about like something yeah, that's yeah, going yeah. on, but like, like, oh, we should put this person in this session. And it's like, and like, but like the, there'll be like a two second delay from like the other person's message and then it's like, wow, okay. So we're on the same page. <laughs> um, but I think that like being completely like transparent, like I'm definitely more of like a thinker, mm-hmm. um, and Brit is really great with follow through and like making things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third part is really our network, like reaching out to our friends. Like our friends are dope. Like they're always so down to help. It's actually incredible. My friend Anaya is doing our PR, and she's been so on top of it. It's just made it so much easier for us. Like not having to worry about that section of it has like given us so much more time to like work on other things mm-hmm. um maria's like maria did the write-up for us for the workshop for the on the snobbet mm-hmm. um we have another one of our friends elena who's been doing all of our graphic stuff and it's just like everyone's like yo i got you like yeah. it's fine I, uh-huh. like i loved helping you guys out and just like it's so incredible to have the type of network absolutely so yeah it's like while incorporated it's like technically like me and Brittany. it's like we have so many other people helping us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes a team. It does. Yeah. It does. It takes and a like, village. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't know Anaya was working with you because we met yeah. Anaya too. Yeah. Yeah. So and honestly, amazing. as I was saying, I was like, I'm sure that you guys know her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the community of women that like, it's just 
revolves like that we all know you know that you're so close with it's just so amazing like they're always down to help always down to support it's, that's like what like you know the reasoning behind collective shades too and with you with incorporated you and Brittany like you know it's lifting up women and you know building this community for everyone to help each other and connect each other in some and I way think it's like also too because I, I feel like th- like our world tends to get smaller and smaller because we're all kind of looking for the same things and interested in all you know in the same things and we all know what we want to see and you know out there that's not really out there all the time Mm-hmm. So I think that's another reason why I'm finding that like our worlds are always getting smaller and smaller and a lot of us end up at the same events, you know, because we're all kind of like, you know, looking for like the next big thing that's going to help push us like as women. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. So um, how do you find balance between like, like, do you have like a like a um, a certain routine that you do to find balance between like, you know, maybe like your side hustle to your job to other things that you're doing in life that's a great question (laughs) (laughs) um i'm really big on to-do lists so i organize like i I always have a to like running to-do list and like set it up by like day to make sure it's like you know manageable Mm -hmm. um and just like allocating time like whether i'm like i'm on the train like it's like in uh, understanding like that time doesn't necessarily have to be like doing something but like thinking about like ways to get things done is also really valuable um yeah i don't know i don't think i have like a strat- like a specific strategy like a you know for like like oh i spent like 45 minutes a day like on this or like versus this but it's just more so like constantly thinking about it and like making sure that things get done and tracking because that's like for me that's really big just like i'm really goal oriented mm-hmm. so i realized like breaking down my goals for the day like really helps me stay on task and it's like if i feel like i'm like having a hard time like, focusing on something i'm like okay no like no forget everything else like this one task is what i'm gonna do and until that's done i can't do anything else mm-hmm. yeah that's a good way to look at it yeah but i know it's also like yeah everybody always has of course like their different ways on how I still struggle with how I balance everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we all do. I think everybody does. It's crazy. Yeah. I was just talking to one of my friends about how, like, in New York, everyone's doing so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it's rare that you ever meet someone who's like, oh, I model. Or, like, yeah. I have a 9 to 5. Yeah. It's like, I have a 9 to 5. I have a podcast. I model. I play basketball. Like, I do yeah. all this stuff. And it's like, how do we all have time for it? I know. I think also we live in like a world where at this point people are kind of tired of like the nine to fives and not to say that back then people weren't either but I just feel like society has evolved in such a different way now that especially with with social media again you know you see all of these people who are you know these these entrepreneurs on their own so it kind of like pushes you okay well like now I can do the things that I that I'm really interested in and I don't have to stay at this desk job yeah. Or, like, I can work till I can leave this desk job. So yeah. I think that's where, like, the space that we're in has kind of, like, evolved and has pushed people to be more creative and, yeah. like, focus on things that matter. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's just, like, I think it's, like, a byproduct of the fact that, like, the whole social media thing, like, exposure, and it's, like, oh, I can I can do that. Like, right. I can do that while also maintaining my job. Like, right. I th- I'm a big proponent or, like, um, advocate for that, like, maintaining your job and using that while you develop like the thing that you really want to do just because i'm like struggling isn't always cute 
So right. <laughs> it's okay, like girl, like or like just like struggle and be busy. Yeah. Yes. Instead of like putting yourself in a position like financially, because then that also takes such a toll on you. You might like lose your passion for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I like that struggle and be busy. Yeah. Because being busy, you know, brings on new opportunities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You never know. I like that. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> for your charge. <laughs> and like you guys are saying too, just like being out there and like meeting people. Yeah. Like sometimes I, I feel like I've like been talking to like so many of my friends. And they're like, yo, sometimes I don't want to go to the event. Like. Yes. I'm like I'd rather just like go home but it's like you know what, I'm gonna like go out there because who knows like who I'll meet or like what I'll learn there that'll be valuable to me and I'm like yo that's so true yeah. it's it's like almost like being living in New York and like going out after work is almost like a second job sometimes it is it really is and it's like sometimes I just want to like go home and just chill go to bed early yeah you know <laughs> like when's the last time people really do like go to bed early when's the last time you had eight hours of sleep I don't yeah. know <laughs> Actually, I don't, know, like, like, I don't know. Like, I look forward to the weekend so much, but then it's like, being a creative, your weekends are kind of shot sometimes. Yeah. You're working. But then it's also like, like for us, like we typically do, we end up doing like things with collective shades on the weekend. So it's like, okay, I don't mind doing that, but if it's like something with work. Yeah, no, you can't like, tomorrow, okay. <laughs> I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but... <laughs> Tomorrow, I gotta go into work, and I'm like, oh, man. like, yeah, like, really, like, like, why do I gotta go in? Like, no one else could go. Y'all, y'all could go in. Like, <laughs> you volunteered. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I guess I gotta go. So now I gotta be a team player, and someone, someone volunteered. It's, ha- to, yeah, so it's like, hard. It's really hard balancing a nine to five when you are a creative, especially when like like the creative aspect of you is the what you focus on. It's funny. I really wish Brittany was here to answer this question because she manages to get eight hours of sleep e- almost every night. She does. And I don't I know how she does it. <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> a how-to. No, actually, though, like, it's crazy. Like, I always feel so bad because, like, for me, I'm like, oh, if we're like, oh, we need to, like, get on a call. I'm like, okay, cool. Can we do, like, 11? And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm going to be asleep for, like, an hour at that point. And I'm like, how? <laughs> I guess she has, she has, like, good balance. Like, she knows her limits. Yeah. yeah. She's definitely like again, like she's like the one who's like organizing, like okay, like we're doing this, this, like she's just like really great at like time management. Yeah, that's so important. Yeah, because time can get away from you. Yeah, especially uh, I hate it, but like social media is definitely such a time suck for me. Oh, me too. Like I, my notification goes on off. You've been on on Instagram for an hour and a half, and I'm like, oh. Oh my gosh! And it'll be like 10 a.m. and like how? <laughs> Literally, sometimes I feel so bad. I just, like, put my phone on, like, oh, my God. I don't even have that notification. <laughs> I, I put mine on, but it's, I still don't even pay attention. Yeah, That's you like, still just hit the, I, I like, need to make it more complicated. Like, <laughs> yeah. I need to, like, have a password that, like, I don't have. It'll, like, lock you out of it. Exactly. Or this is what I do. Like, it'll tell me, like, I'm out of time, like, for my personal Instagram, like, an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll switch over to Collective Shades. <laughs> and I'll spend another hour and a half. I'm like, oh, that's who's running up Collective Shades Instagram top. <laughs> <laughs> like, then I switch over and then I'm like, oh, another hour. That's what I do. I know, I, like, it's like, it's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you honestly, you find like a lot of inspiration on Instagram. I know. But, um, okay, so like, part of the reason why I always end up going on it when I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to get off of it is because like, someone will hit me up 
about doing something and I'm like, oh man, if I hadn't gone on, I would have missed that. Right. Which, but it's, I've realized I'm like, okay, the amount of times where, like, where that happens versus like the amount of time I spend on Instagram <laughs> is like, it's not balanced, guys. It's not balanced. <laughs> um, and I think that like, I've realized that like, there is a lot of inspiration, but you don't need to be on it the whole day to get that inspiration. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. these are like all personal things for me. I'm like, I'm not no, trying to like no, shame anyone for Instagram yeah. or like social media because like people are really out here, you know, making their side hustle or like yeah. full time hustle. And a lot of times with your full time hustle, you have to be on the phone. And unfortunately, that requires Instagram to be on Instagram. And like, like you said, looking up the new things, connecting with new people, answering DMs. Like, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. Sometimes I get a headache <laughs> from it. I don't that's know if anybody that's else that's actually does, a legit job though <laughs> social media yeah uh, somebody's job is content creation and like social yeah. media I'm like to do that and then have your own personal Instagram too and like social media network, oh my god I would never yeah I don't know how they do it no it's kind of crazy like the rate that it, that social media gets information out there at is so fast that like because like I'll regularly go on like high somebody or like high beats just like you know like make sure I'm like staying up on stuff mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, like, when I go on the website, I'm like, damn, I've seen all this on my Instagram already. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they just link it up to their, to their Instagram. Yeah. It's crazy. I know, I, that used to happen to me, too. I used to go to their website, and I'm like, wait, I saw this, or I read this already, and it was part of their post. Yeah. And even, like, news, like, I'll be like, oh, man, I haven't read the news in, like, a week. Like, I probably have no idea what's going on in the world. And I go on, I'm like, yo, I saw all this on Twitter. Yeah. Yes, that's where I get my news from. Yeah. Twitter. <laughs> I can't get into Twitter. I don't know what I just, I really? cannot. I literally had this whole argument with um, my boyfriend and my best friend. They're like, oh, Twitter. Twitter is for the witty people. I'm like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I can't get into it. I, You're not following the right people. Yeah, that's true. You're not following the right people. You got to yeah. follow the right people. Because that's what a friend of mine said. They're like, no, no, no. Here, fo- let, me, let me go on your follows and let me follow some people. <laughs> All right, DM, they, me some yeah. DM me some people then. I got you, I got you. <laughs> I, I, go to, I, I go can't. to Twitter for every, anything like news related, like mostly news related, I go to Twitter because it's just so fast. Yeah, it's so fast. Also, I like Twitter better than Instagram when I'm trying to like, you know, like go on it for more like personal stuff. Just kind of like, I feel like it's like less pressure. It's like less yeah. curated. People are just like saying stupid shit all the yeah. time. Yeah. People are like the funniest shit. The funny, <laughs> like, like so many I, like out of pocket I tweets. I was I'm like, like how, what? Like, how did you even think of this? <laughs> like, how did you come up with this? And then it goes viral. See, for me, and then those tweets end up on Instagram. Yeah. It makes so it I see Instagram. it on Instagram. And then it like dwindles down to Facebook. And oh. that's when your aunt catches it. What, like three years <laughs> later? <Yeah. laughs> and you're like, did you see this? That's uh, what my mom is sending it to me at this point. I'm like, girl, I saw this last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also think Twitter is like my last frontier in social media where like my family isn't following me. <laughs> That's exactly. True. No, none of my family is following me. So I can say whatever. I can repost whatever. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not about to say my handle right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That does not need to be part of my image. Like, oh, that's hers. Oh, okay. No, nah, I'm good. You're good. You're good. You don't need to follow me. Stay, stick to Instagram. <laughs> that's my brand. <laughs> that's, my that's, that's who I really, that's that's the face I want to show the world. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, everything is, they are all like intertwined, all of them. Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, yeah. Oh my gosh. I haven't even, I went on Facebook like earlier this week because someone from like, so I used to be in Jack and Jill's, like, just, like... Oh, my God, me, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's actually... You really gotta funny. say anything. I already... Yeah, I was yeah. Like, it's a whole offline conversation yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. 
because I know about this. I've so. never met anybody else in Jack and Joe. Really? Aside, no, like aside from like the chapter that I was in in Westchester. Wow. Now I, I recently also like. Um, Someone else told me that they were in a chapter, but like in the Midwest, and I was just like, wow. Yeah, I don't interact with like that many people from Jack and Jill anymore. But I also think it's kind of part of like the whole like. No. <laughs> yeah, like anybody, because I feel like you always say the same thing whenever you meet somebody that knows someone in Jack and Jill. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, yes, exactly. Sorry, any Jack and Jill fans that's listening yeah, to this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no shade. No shade. No shade. No shade. <laughs> um, but someone from my Jack and Jill chapter repo. Oh commented on the article that Maria wrote about the workshop so I was like oh I should probably go on and like just like reply to some comments because mm-hmm. like my mom posted it and again this this really like, tells you a lot about Facebook and like yes. <laughs> my mom posted it yeah I was just I was like I know not some place I really need to be on a regular right. love, love my mom though I, I just go in there for funny videos yeah my sister does the same thing with funny videos That's it. really I don't yeah. go on I don't go on honestly I just like I'll repost stuff on like the blog stuff or like the podcast stuff or anything that we're doing, but I don't even go back to see if anybody liked it or re- <laughs> or commented. I just post it and keep it moving. So you basically Facebook gets more like of my attention than Twitter. It, uh, for me, it's like it, it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is like the bottom of the barrel. That's crazy. Like I just, I feel like no one from our generation says that. Yeah. I guess I'm not really a person that likes to like. I don't really like to type. Like I don't really yeah. like to like. And I guess t- a lot of the people I follow like are into like expressing your feelings, and I'm just not into reading about it. Honestly, like I'm not even gonna lie, like I don't. I'm not really into feelings. I'm not like. Oh my gosh, she's they're going through something right now. I just. But I feel right. like that's what Facebook is. Like everybody's posting their feelings, like they're like some feelings that like maybe don't necessarily need to be out yes. there for people that you went to high school or elementary school with that you're not close to. Yeah. Because sometimes I go on Facebook and I see some great, well, I used to, not anymore, this is why I stopped. Because, <laughs> like, I used to go on Facebook and I used to see some crazy, like, just comments and, like, very personal. And I'm like, I haven't seen you since we were in third grade. Like, are I you? I should not know this. Are you okay? Like, seriously, like, are you okay? And I feel like a lot of, like, back in, like, the, during, like, the, around, like, the 2016 election, um, I remember a lot of people were, t- were saying like, "Yo, I'm realizing how racist." And, like, yes, we, I, we that's why I left too, because there's so many people I used to chill with that I was like, "Wow, yeah, you really feel this way." I was like, "Not nah, time to get off. I don't want to <laughs> know no more." Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, of course this happens on Facebook." Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Everybody's. I it's okay. <laughs> I also follow like a lot of like stupid pages. So I guess for me, like I see so many videos on a daily that they overpower whatever like anybody else is talking about. Yeah. If, if I see like a like legit, if I'm scrolling and I see a long paragraph, I'm not stopping. Like, <laughs> just keep scrolling. Where the video at? Like I don't care what you but have see. To that's say. why I like Twitter because like. It's like little. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't write but so much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like what 150 characters. Yeah, so, yeah. I think they might have. It's really weird. I'm like, some people might have still have 250. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it's really little, so it's like, and it makes you laugh, and it keeps <laughs> it moving. And it's just like. I guess maybe it is who I follow. Yeah. I think it's people, you come You're like, I'm Twitter still not into it. Because I, I will rarely post on Twitter. Yeah, I was going to say, but, but me, Twitter is not about posting. It's no. all about like reading other people's Read, shit. Yeah, because people are funny. People yeah. are funny. You got to get into it. I'm gonna start just like DMing you tweets. Yeah. I'm like screenshotting and like sending to you all the time. Like, hey. I, I text Angie tweets all the time. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, they are funny, but they're also pages that I guess I've never seen before. Uh huh. I also, you know, I have a lot of spam. 
Uh, I think that's what it is. Like a lot of accounts that like I used to follow, like they've turned into like these other accounts long like down the line. So I'm like, okay, well now I'm going on to, like I'm seeing bullshit. Oh yeah. Maybe. That reminds me of like the weave pages on Instagram. Oh my god, <laughs> they follow me like every day. <laughs> I block them all. <laughs> like no. <laughs> How are there this many weave pages? And why are y'all following me? And like, what kind of like conspiracy happened that these all popped up at the same time? Yeah, something is happening. Yeah, I was like, this is so so sus. Yeah, it is. I agree. But even, you know when you're scrolling, have you ever like just come across pages? I'm like, I've never followed them before. I don't even know who this is. I get that all the time. Oh my God, yeah. I feel like like, sometimes that happens to me. I'm like, who is this? I was like, it even happens like with people. Like, it won't be like even like a spam page. It'll be like a person. I'm like, I like click the page. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> we have no mutual followers. How did this like, happen? But you know what? You know, I actually read it though. Um, it's something with when people buy followers. When people buy followers. When people buy followers, it like it does something. So it's like it's linking real pages to like following you. Oh. So that's how you end up with like these people. I can't wait till they do this Instagram purge. I have a lot of ghost followers. Yeah. Like, so many pages that I don't know where they came from. Like, and the name will be, like, I don't know, like, Janet Janet. You know, like, you know it's a fake page because it's just a one that they the same name. And it's, like, a picture of, like, a tree or something. And, like, I, I tried to block them and, like, get get them out, but there's so many. Yeah. So one of, my, like, one of my friends, like, recently started using Instagram again. And she was, like... Hey, is it normal to just get you know like, like a couple hundred followers out of nowhere? And I was like, no, that's crazy. She's not like a not like a blogger or anything. She's yeah. like just using her page for like a normal personal page. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, let me see that. <laughs> so I like was looking at it. It was like a bunch of spam pages, like yes. like foreign spam pages. And I was I like, I don't that. know. I was like, girl, I don't know what happened to your account. Like, yeah, Move must have got put on some kind of like list. Maybe. Yeah. Or even you know, have you ever been to someone's page and you could just tell when they bought followers? no comments <laughs> not saying that not because like i bought follow i'm just like yeah because i literally I, I see stories. this on a daily i see this on a daily <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like it not daily but i do see some pages not anyone that i follow but i do like i've come across pages that i'm like wow that's weird yeah yeah and like you could, you'll go to their like following and it's like people from like asia <laughs> <laughs> oh you know that many people over there Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you got two thousand likes in two seconds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Recently, like there was like a someone on my like, like my explore page was like had posted about that. and They're like, this is not real. Like definitely yeah. buying likes. And I was like, yeah. I think, and that's where that's where <laughs> I see it a lot is on the explore page. Like, so I guess essentially that's how they end up on that page because yeah. they're getting all these like random likes, and it's not like it's filtered. Really, it's just yeah. And see, I, I love conversations like this. I feel like even though these we're talking about like extreme, com- like extreme cases, yeah. it also kind of like puts it in perspective where it's like, yo, social media is really, really, really not always what you see. Absolutely, yeah. Like it, it rarely, rarely is. I yeah, mean, we're all always gonna, you know, I feel like we always talk about this, but we're always gonna post the good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It's, it's rarely gonna be, you know, it's hard to post the bad stuff. Yeah, because like how hard people criticize you yeah it's it's really hard so i'm like you you're like a i feel like you're a strong kind of person to be able to like post you know whatever bad you're going through and not have it you know affect you yeah like i respect that a lot i don't know that i could do it or i don't think 
I'm in that mindset where I can do that right now. Yeah, and I, I was like, I don't think that like social media is like my go-to for expressing myself in that yeah, way. That, that's mm-hmm. another thing. Um, so that's why I'm like I understand like curating your page and like having it be curated but I think that um, like the authenticity piece comes in like when you're talking to people and meeting people and it's like how do you express yourself in person versus like what's on your page yeah yeah tell us a little bit about like wrap up your event like uh, your upcoming event that's coming up yeah so I hope everyone comes out December 8th Brooklyn Commons in Bushwick um from three to six, it's gonna be like really interactive. It's gonna be a lot of really dope people there. Um, yeah, just it's gonna be really, <laughs> it's like it's gonna be a lot of really cool stuff. Um, Jiffy is one of our sponsors. We have Essentia, of course, like huge support from Adidas again. Um, really appreciative of the team there. It's been helping us like push things forward. So they've been like really instrumental in getting us to this point. Um, you're gonna be able to meet some like really really dope women in the sneaker industry guys you can, you're welcome to come out too <laughs> like i definitely have people like dm me like can i come and i'm like yes like please yeah. we're talking about the sneaker industry like overall yes. like come here it's um and then, yeah you can find the link through our instagram page at incorporated i-n-c-o-r-p-h-e-r like her um a-t-e-d and tell us where um, the people can follow you on Instagram. And you can follow me at Kilogram, K-H-I-L-O-W-E, Gram. <laughs> Stay away from my Twitter. <laughs> Off limits. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, Kiana, for coming and sitting with us. Yeah, and we thank you guys for having wait. me. Yes. yes. It's been a long time coming. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. A couple months. I know. I know. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't worried. I was like, it's going to happen. Yeah, eventually. it's going to happen. <laughs> it, it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you probably would pass each other like 10 times like walking in Soho. Maybe. That's so true. Maybe. That's very true. Yeah. At this point, we all run in the same circles. For I know. Real. Okay, guys. That was episode three. Let's see an Angie at Collective Shades. Presented in partnership with Listening Party, the creators of Family FM. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.